Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Hello, 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 Halloween. That's what you were singing? <laughs> Halloween. Hello, 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 Halloween. Not at first. I, I went into <laughs> okay, that. Okay, I was really confused. I went into that. I was really most anti-Halloween. Halloween. Cue thunder. Hello, 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 Halloween. Lots of thunder. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. Hi, Lindsay! <laughs> oh god, are you gonna talk like that the whole time? I might. I have a headache, don't do that. Too bad. I'm going to talk like this. No. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the first Jeff, oh my god, you guys should see what he's doing. He's pretending to be Dracula and it's pretty weird. No, if I was pretending to be Dracula, I'd be like, Hi Lindsay, how you doing? No, that's the cage. The cage has never played Dracula. He could have. Uh. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Pretty our sure he first. Did play a vampire. You let me make my introduction. <laughs> Hello. Christ on the Mount of Olives. Um. Christ was never on olives. <laughs> no, continue. he's not on any flatbread. Continue. Continue. Welcome to our first Halloween episode. <laughs> our first special episode, and probably our last if Jeff keeps it up. Hey, hey, hey! I figured it hey, out. Hey, hey. We can hey, have. Hey. Duplex. I figured out that we can have two, what, two Halloween specials? And I think two Christmas specials. If we continue to go the rate that we're going right now... We'll still finish on time? We will still finish on time. Even though we skipped that one week? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. By the way, Nicolas Cage did play a vampire. Thank you very much. When? Vampire's Kiss, 1988. Oh my god. Yeah. He never played Dracula. No. (laughs) So, hi, Lindsay. How you doing? And welcome to the Halloween special. Welcome, everybody, to the Halloween special. So For go- those of you who yes. may not have been paying attention or didn't listen to the last episode or two, we decided that, as a little break, because watching these movies is hard work, we were going to do... First world problem. And first world problem. <laughs> we were going to do an episode where we talk about our favorite Halloween-related films. Now, I would like to preface this by saying that these are not strictly horror movies. These are not strictly, like... Halloween films, because like I said on the Facebook post, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes, that is already on our list. Iron Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you're Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a Christmas movie. Lethal Weapon. Well, you know, pretty much anything that, that Shane Black, Shane Black did Black is a Christmas wrote. movie. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, a Shane Black movie taking place at Christmas? No. Say it ain't so. So we decided, actually, I think this gave this this came to be because I'm pissed about The Shining not being on the list. I'm pretty positive it is. And then guess what, everybody? Forgot to put Shining on the list. <laughs> it's there now. It's, it's there, there now. now. Don't worry. Don't worry. She rearranged her list. What did I take out? You took out... Oh, I took oh. out... I took out, I took out. We'll talk about what yes, I took out. Yes, we'll talk. So what, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this episode? My list is not in, in any specific order. They're not ranked. They're just kind of how they popped into my brain. So I thought that we could do... I mean, you if yours were ranked, you can do yours ranked. Mine whatever. are technically ranked. Then we can do, like, you do one, I do one, you do one, I do one. What exactly is it that you do do? I didn't say do do. <laughs> Did now. I didn't then. <laughs> Sorry, that was a reference. Uh, okay, continuing. <laughs> no reference jokes. No, it's a reference to one of my movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll get it in a okay. little while. Mine are in, in order. I did put mine in order just strictly I because... Can't, I'm one of those people, I can't rank things I ran- like this. See, I did mine for how much how much in my head, I like when I think Halloween and I think Halloween movie, 
how quickly does this movie does that movie Fair come enough. to my brain? And they're ordered in that in that order okay. for me. And it's it's the ones that I will watch. And I mean, some of my I, I can't rank them, but some of them hold more significance than others. Okay. But I still don't rank them. They're just how they are. So with that, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? I will let you go first. Okay. I should talk towards the microphone. So Might the first help. one, I'm going from one to ten. Like I said, not in any specific order, just kind of how they popped in my brain. Do we want to talk about honorable mentions first? No, we will get to honorable mentions at the end. Okay, we do have honorable mentions. A Did couple. You that? This is not actually going to be our top ten, or I guess top twenty between yeah, the two of us. Yeah, technically between the two of us. It'll be like top fifteen between the two of us because we'll get off track and talk yeah. about other movies and stuff. So be prepared. Yep, this is a very going to be a personal episode. So yep. if you don't like it shut it off i don't really care do what you want not really come happy back halloween. i'm sorry come happy halloween i'm sorry come back <laughs> all right let's do it okay Lindsay's so my, number not my number one but okay. my first the Lindsay's first movie first film. off my list is from 1993 okay comedy family film it is hocus pocus oh yes bet midler sarah jessica parker Thora Birch. So we that's as, like really it. <laughs> we might as well say this right now. A little bit of spoilers from my list. That's my number three. Okay. <laughs> so there's a movie we share. Yes. So yes. we can talk about it. Yes. I loved Hocus Pocus. I do too. And what's interesting is like this was not a thing for me until like the, I think like late high school. And actually it, this movie connects to another one on my list. Okay. Because... One of the movies that's on my list freaked me out really bad. Actually, I should probably preface this by saying that when I was a kid, until I was like 19, 20, mm-hmm. was afraid of a lot of things. Some of these movies on my list, I literally watched like from under a blanket with one eye, like peering out from the blanket. And as we were discussing, your movies are a are little a lot more... different, are pretty different from right. Jeff's. Mine, mine are more of the movies I watched when I was a kid. Right. And that's why I think this Halloween. movie I watched, like one of the weird, it's one of the movies on my list. I, the boyfriend I was dating at the time, we were, t- he was telling me about this movie and I like, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, it wasn't that we had watched too many scary things on the travel channel, like, you know, haunted houses, <laughs> okay. like haunted America, whatever. <laughs> and I got too freaked out. And this was, and Hocus Pocus was on TV to calm me down. That we was, watched Hocus that Pocus. was what calmed you yep. down. I don't know. It's Bette Midler. Well, She's I think scary. we had it on. I think we had it taped off the Disney Channel. At some I had point it on VHS tape. Did you really? Because <laughs> I, I and always anyone, loved this movie. Anyone who's been, you know, existing in pop culture in the last, you know, five years knows this has become a huge thing with like our generation. Right. Which I don't. I. I'm very glad that it is. But yeah. I don't understand why. Like, if anybody no. out there who is our age-ish, so our mid to funny. late twenties. Why is this movie suddenly become huge it, again? I don't know, but it has. Because uh, I loved this film as a kid. I watched it every. I watched it multiple times a year because I loved it. Right. You know, and like I, I, I loved, I loved the zombie. Like I loved that character. Oh yeah. And it's it's one of those where, like, I, I, as I as I've gotten older, like it kind of it kind of faded a little bit from from like movies I watched on a regular right. basis. But then all of a sudden I saw all these people talking about how, remember Hocus Pocus and it's such a great film. And I'm like, and they're trying to get like a Broadway musical started on yeah. it. Like, like, okay, so apparently this movie got huge again. So I'm sorry, it's your list. You talk. No, it's fine. It's just... It's the one we share. Yeah, it's so. the one we share. That's all I... I don't know. It's just... 
I like this movie. It's very 90s. It is very 90s. It's got, I mean, the song, I mean, it's just good. It's a Disney movie. I can't. It's a Disney movie that's got, that is a good family film, but it's got just enough It's got just enough of adult stuff in it to make it good. That's why I think it's fun to watch now. (laughs) Go to hell. I've always wanted to say that. I love that. That's such a good point after he cuts his mouth Another beautiful morning. Makes me sick. Dead man's toe. Uh, Dead man's toe. So yeah, Hocus Pocus, Hocus Pocus is the Pocus. first one off my list. All right. Well, I'll do mine. The and that's pretty much the end of happy movies on my list, with the exception of one. But yeah, yours is just a creepy list. Uh-huh. Mine are more happy-ish. Mine are not. Well, my number 10. So I will be counting from okay. my 10 to number 1, and then we'll go back, we'll do our honorable mentions. Okay. My number 10 is a film from 2004. It has suddenly gotten a, well, it, is, it hasn't suddenly gotten a huge, but it's very popular now that they have recently released the part 3 in the unofficial trilogy. It's, of course, Shaun of the Dead. <gasps> oh! Because I'm sitting there going, See, that's Halloween. not a Halloween movie to me. See, and now, okay, here's, here's, okay. Let's talk about that real quick, too. Okay. Because we were discussing that off mic. The difference between Halloween to you and Halloween to me. Mm-hmm. My movies, when I think Halloween movies, I tend to think monsters. Because right. I grew up loving, like, Dracula and Frankenstein and the Wolfman. But being you look at the movies that are on my list, you'll see that. Right. Zombies, to me, are monsters. Yeah. And that's what I think Halloween. I think zombies and creatures and people dying, like, that's... Yep. That's so... Shaun of the Dead, to me... I mean, I can watch Shaun of the Dead any time of the year. That's what I mean. I guess I because I don't associate it with Halloween because I did. I, the first time I saw it was not... It wasn't at Halloween. I think I watched no. it like February yeah. or something. Because yeah. Colin realized I hadn't seen it. But it's, so we watched it. It's one they of those love movies. love Shaun of the Dead. Colin went to Shaun <sighs> a couple years ago Oh, that's Halloween. right. Yep. Yeah, I just... Was it last year? No, no he was Tony was Stark last year. Yes. He was Shaun two years ago. But I love, I love this movie so much. I can not get sick of it. No. I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm waiting anxiously for next month because they're releasing the Cornetto trilogy. Because yeah. I don't own any of them. I do not. Purposefully don't own any of them. Yep. I'm buying the trilogy yep, when it comes out. Because I'm sorry. All three of those they movies in the franchise are beautiful. Oh my if God. you have not seen Shaun of the Dead. Oh, here we go. Here's something we could do. Okay. Would you recommend watching the movie that's yes. on your list? You would definitely recommend watching yes. it. Yes. So we're kind of we're kind of pulling in what we normally mm-hmm. would do on the show yep. here. See. Um, so you, everyone should watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Hocus God, Pocus you is should. A great movie. Holy crap! And I highly recommend you watching Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, it's British, and I know there's it turns off some people for it, but that's number that's one. That's number one. Wow, I wasn't even thinking about doing the yawn count tonight, it's, but people it's an will be episode. sad if I don't. This is true, but and no. there'll be a lot of them. We've had a long couple of days. <laughs> but yeah, so I would I would definitely recommend watching Shaun of the Dead. Yes. If you don't know what it's about, basically, as the tagline put it, it was a it's a romantic comedy with zombies. The whole point is that it's all about a, it's about a relationship between a couple who are breaking up and basically try to get back together during the zombie apocalypse. It's just brilliantly writing, brilliantly written. Right. It was basically one of the main things that got me onto British films. I already liked British programming when I was a little. Right. Like I watched Mr. Bean and all that stuff mm-hmm. and Red Dwarf and Red Dwarf. but I watched I watched I Red Dwarf on Netflix. <laughs> yes it is. All nine seasons over the nice. last like 15 years. But uh, Shaun of the Dead was the first movie that kind of really got me going okay you know what I really do kind of like British programming more than I thought so. Right. Recommend it. Highly great. Recommend it. Number 10 that was mine. Go on Lindsay your number two. My number two is from 
The 19th... Hold on, I have to look up the date. Hold on. <gasps> See, that's why I opened up all of mine. <laughs> 1973. Okay. Not on our list, actually, which I'm a little surprised about. Uh, It's a horror movie, according to its category. I don't know if I count it as horror. It's, Pretty sure I know what it is. The Exorcist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How is The Exorcist not a horror movie? I don't know. I was bored by The Exorcist when I watched it. I legitimately... Okay, so we're going to have a disagreement about this movie. I agree. Halloween movie, gotcha. Because it's about a possession and all that. I was fucking Her, bored out of my Which version of it did you watch? I watched the director's cut. Where she walks backwards down yep, the stairs down with the her stairs. head turned around the other yep. way? Yep. Oh my god. I know. I don't believe me. Believe me. I understand. I don't know if I'm just that desensitized, but it didn't scare me. It unsettled me a little bit because I could sit there going, this potential, like they keep, because they always say that it was based upon actual events and stuff. Right. So I'm sitting there the entire time going, okay, that, okay, this is, this would be creepy. Like I, I got it. Like it's, it's the, unsettling. It's the, it's the unsettling that, that I love okay. about it. Okay. It's no, it's not a horror movie. It's not like, you know, I would I know, say more it's suspense. <laughs> People compare thriller-ish. People compare this movie with like Psycho as being a horror movie. Like Psycho's I know people, not a horror movie. I know people who cannot watch Psycho because it scares the living crap out of them. Psycho's okay. You want a movie that I okay? I need Psycho's to rewatch. A thriller I need to rewatch Psycho because I have not watched it in like ten years or so. I okay. saw it in high school, and I don't know how much attention I was paying to it. I thoroughly enjoy like, Psycho. Psycho does means. not scare me. Psycho like doesn't even the birds scares the <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> Okay. No, but The Exorcist, the first time I saw The Exorcist, I was relatively young. Yeah. And then I watched it again, like, in high school. It's just, it's so unnerving. Like, all the, like... It, you know what? One of the things that freaks me out the worst is when they start doing the medical tests on her when they okay. can't figure out what's wrong with her towards the beginning in the movie. It's before, like, you know, the pea soup and the head turning and right. all that stuff. But they're, like, drawing her blood and, like, putting her in this machine. It's just, oh, God. So creepy. Creeps me out. And you know, One of my favorite lines from that movie. Yes. Do I dare repeat it? I know my mom oh, listens to this. You know what? I've already swore. That's we true. swear on this podcast, know, kiddos. But the line is really appropriate. Is that the whole... Your mother sucks cock in That's hell? Right. <laughs> I almost feel like I should... The opening of this episode should have just been a whole bunch of, like, like our favorite quotes from yeah. all the movies just screened. But that would have spoiled the movie, so I don't want to do that. So, you know, yeah. And I will say this, maybe... And I think it's also part of the, like, the lore that surrounds The Exorcist. Right. It's the same with Poltergeist. Poltergeist doesn't scare me anymore. It did when I was young. See, I, and I but like Poltergeist. But also, there's all sorts of that lore surrounding the Poltergeist. Right. Surrounding Poltergeist, like the curse and all that stuff. And and see, I, like I said, maybe, okay, maybe I need to rewatch The Exorcist. You should I just know the that the last time I watched it, I was bored. I, I was just, like, okay... I, and you know what, maybe a lot of it is, is that it could very well be the fact that maybe it got too hyped up to me. That's entirely possible because I've had that happen with some movies. Right. So I was expecting a lot more out of that yeah. film. And then I got to it and it's like, oh, mm. it's not as much as I thought it was going to be. But it's still, I'm not, I'm not shooting down your list. No, don't shoot. It's fine. We're allowed to disagree because there's some movies on your list that I'm going to be like. Yeah, I know. I would never watch <laughs> any of this. So yeah, The Exorcist. The Exorcist. All right. My number nine classic film I don't know why I talked like that it was kind of weird classic film from 1984 stars a couple people that everybody knows you know Sigourney Weaver Harold Ramis oh Dan Aykroyd 
And Bill fucking Murray. Bill fucking Murray. That's right. And that's no right. No one will ever believe you. That's, that's right. I go on the chive. It is Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters 1, mind you. Ghostbusters How, 1. However, Ghostbusters 2 used to scare the living shit out of me as a child. The painting coming to life okay, I can get scared that. the crap out of me. I could not watch Ghostbusters 2 I as was a kid. scared of a paper Dracula head in my kindergarten classroom. I can't judge you. <laughs> Oh, I feel better. <laughs> I love Ghostbusters. I another see again one of those movies that it's because it's ghosts, so ghosts and monsters. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about when I come to Halloween. And I remember always watching this movie during like for Halloween. And I remember I used to watch the the cartoon series, the Ghostbusters uh, cartoon series oh, as a kid. Oh yeah! And I still on VHS tape have the Halloween specials. Tape. Nice. And that's just part of my childhood is the because the Ghostbusters. I have the I still have the action figures from back in the day. Um, I just I and they're actually some of my favorite action figures are. I have all of the the monsters. Do you have the one where Egon you like push something on, do something to him, and his eyes bug out of his head? That was the one I did not have. No, I loved that one. I didn't have that one either. They, they they for a while released the monsters, so they actually had a werewolf, they had a okay. Dracula, they had a Frankenstein, and they had a mummy. The mummy, if nice. you squeeze his legs, his arm and his bandage head fell off. <laughs> I have all of those nice. action figures, and they're my favorite toys. I've, cl- I've kept them. But the Ghostbusters, uh, I'm sorry, that's just good, old-fashioned, favorite, like, just mm-hmm. good things. And if, okay, you did a quote from the last one, I'm gonna yep. do mine, okay. which is the one that Everybody knows, and it's the whole. It's not the whole. Um, oh no! It's the, we, there's two of them that we quote all the time. One of them is um, uh, if uh, the next time somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes. That's my, that's one yep. of them. And the other one is Ray. the whole. Yeah, Ray. If somebody in the future asks if you were a god, you say yes. Uh, and then the other one is uh, the whole when they're yelling at the mayor, talking about the about about the what's going to happen if this yeah. if this opens up, and Bill Murray's line about cats and dogs living together, yeah, mass hysteria. I love that line so much. It's always used, we, but I love it. The line that my family quotes from Ghostbusters all the time is, "I'm a shower." <laughs> When Rick Moran is like, he's talking to Sigourney Weaver, he's like, I'm in the shower. And I do. We stay at our house all the time. Like, anyone, anytime is getting in the shower. And like, if we're talking to each other, it's like, I'm in the shower. <laughs> I do bust into, I do bust into uh, Rick Moranis' character. That, and yes, have some. Do Every, you want some coffee? Everyone's... Yes, have some. Yes, have some. <laughs> I just, like, especially when I'm talking to my sister once in a while, I'll just be sitting there going, yeah, you know, so they're like, so, so your television was really loud. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? So, you know, I didn't want everybody to get mad at you, so I turned up my television really loud, so that way they think maybe every, like there was a problem with everyone's television, you know, so it's just like, okay, I'm gonna go now, like, just, I like I quote, I start yeah. riffing into him, just because I love that. Because it's awesome. Oh, it's so good. So that's my number nine. Next, what is your number three? Horror movie from 2004. Yes. The beginning of a franchise that has now become synonymous with crappy movies. <sighs> The first Saw movie. <laughs> Which I will agree, very good movie. This is the movie that I was speaking of that ties to Hocus... Po- no, that's not true, but... Okay, I know I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, but Saw... Okay, so in high school... I think it was in high school. Yeah, senior... No, it wouldn't have freshman year of college if it was Halloween of 2004. Yeah, that saw came freshman out year, 2004. Yes, it was freshman year of college. Yep, yep. The guy I was dating at the time and one of his friends went to see this movie. And he came home and started telling me about it. I got so freaked 
out <laughs> that I like he could not like keep talking about it. Like I would have I had nightmares from him telling me about the movie. Right. I never saw the trailer, never saw anything from the movie. I think I ended up watching it like two years later. Love this movie. It is the one of the most just when, the first one, and I'm speaking of this movie from seeing it for the first time when it was, I think maybe the second one had been out by now. And okay. the second one is good too, because I have the first two. I, was I don't have anything, I think one, two, and three are good. I was going to say. After that, they get shitty. The initial trilogy is, good. is like, it obviously starts tanking in my opinion in as the it third goes. one, yeah. But those are still good movies. The first one, the that. first one is such, like... It's such a revolutionary thing. You, ha- I mean, it's really hard. It's hard not to be cynical about them now right. because there's how many nine of them or yeah. whatever it is. And I, I a don't 3D know. One. I know, but it's not just, saw. There was. Uh, <laughs> 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 funny, but like especially the ending of Saw. Yes. Which I'm not going to spoil for people. No, because technically it is inside it's, of our, our it spoiler is, area. It is. This is Fuck, like we can't even spoil the movies we're talking about. This is the newest one on my list, oh. I think. See, yeah, I it, I don't have anything that's within the last... I think that's the newest one. Shaun of the Dead is the is my newest one. Yeah. Otherwise, after that, it goes back to, I think, the mid-90s nope. at the earliest. And that's... Yep. Actually, no, that's a lie. The, uh, the, the, the nope, earliest 90s. movie after... Um. Uh, after After Shaun of the Dead uh-huh. is 1991 on my list. That's too wow. by the way. Yeah, 91. So it's it's. Yeah, this is the newest one. The next one is 2003. Okay. Not the next one on my list, but the next one. The next closest. The next, next closest newest is movie. 2003. But re- it's the end agree. of the first. So- oh my god! To this day, I'm still like. That blue, and I saw it after people had ruined it for yeah, me. It still blew it. my mind. It's blew one of those, my mind. It's one of those movies that, truthfully, uh, they should have stopped. They should. Have they would have been at fine one. if they had stopped at one. I would have. I mean, I I do not like gory horror movies. I don't like gory films. Period. I love gory horror movies. I like it when it's ridiculous. Like I like Machete. And I got a kick out of the newest Rambo because I'm sitting there going, he's fucking cutting people in half with a machine gun. I'm like, it's just over-the-top ridiculous violence. But I don't like like mutilation, like gross-you-out mutilation. Like, I don't like that. That I bothers do. me. And You're it, like my mom. My mom doesn't like body count horror movies either. Like, it's just like, okay, I get it. Give me, like, I want a story. And that's, I think, why I don't turn towards actual horror movies because nine times out of ten, it's... This guy is coming after him. They're killing him. One by one, they're dying. There's no meat to it. I liked Saw because there was some meat to that story. There was something else going on with that. It wasn't just that he was killing people or he was torturing people. There was more to it. And that's why I dug it. Because it actually... It was... It was the mid-ground where it did scare me, but it, you know, it was a little gross, but it was the right amount of gross that it didn't completely and utterly just turn me off What, Saw? Saw. See, so. I think there's people who would disagree with you on that. What, about the whole... Like, gross-out factor? See, I just don't get it. I don't like it. Again, look you at know, the I movies. No, I mean, that, that Saw, you know, is not... It, well, the first one's not as bad. Like, they get really oh, they over get that top. Oh, they get way bad, yeah. And that's what... I'm sorry, I guess I'm comparing it to the next... Eight films in the list, right? Because they tried don't, topping don't each other. Don't compare it. Don't compare it. I know, but in Stand my head, standalone, standalone is a good Saw movie. movie. It's got Danny Glover in it. The franchise. It's, good in it. it's also got a bunch of people from Lost. Yeah, it's got Carrie Elway's in it, and yep. I love Carrie Elway's. How can you not? Oh, I love that man. That man's funny. It's awesome. 
All right. Okay, your next movie. My next movie coming in at number eight. Now, this one, I second-guessed this, but okay. after we were discussing talking tonight, mm-hmm. uh, before before we co- recorded, I felt better about it because we originally were saying like our top ten movies. So... I purposely did not... There are some things on this list that people may not consider to be movies. A movie. They were never in the theater, but right. they are not, like... Okay, case in point, not to spoil what you're about to do, but, right. like, no, you cannot have, what, like, a Roseanne episode no. or a Treehouse of Horror. Right. Those don't count. Because And I lo- I have so many Halloween television shows that I watch. Like, I, I st- we, were watch- we were watching Roseanne for the last two nights. Like, I know, because Halloween it's awesome. episodes. But it's like, I purposely did not do television shows. So this one, I... Second guessed it, but I looked it up, and it it actually was it was a short film that they released. So I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. It is another Disney movie. So we have two Disney movies on this list. Okay. From 1949. You want to take any shot as to what it is? It's a cartoon Disney. Well, obviously it's a cartoon, but it's a Disney movie from 1949. No, I don't know. It's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Oh my God! That used to scare the living bejesus out of me. That's why it's on my list. <laughs> Number eight, because number eight, right? That's yeah. the number I'm, I just lost track. I got so excited. I was sitting thinking of movies that I remember watching all the time as a kid, and this was one of those that, as that a one kid, was so scary. The the ending of it is okay. I'm, this is not spoiling anything, no, but you've exactly. probably seen it. You, like the ending of it, where you don't know what happens to him, and the narrator is just talking about like all they found was the smashed pumpkin. You know, like at the at the end of the bridge, like it just it creeped the hell out of me as a kid and I still love watching it nowadays because it's so brilliantly well done mm-hmm. and it's only 34 minutes you know and it's from 1949 so yeah. obviously it's not going to be scary but it was scary it was as a su- kid no old cartoons are scary because they had no cre- sense of like censorship <laughs> they didn't know what was think good think of bad. how creepy um, like even just think about like Snow White right Snow White is creepy it is creepy it's scary. And like I know this I know the Disney version of the story of the Legend of Sleepy Hollow cuz I've I've read the actual book <clears throat> for an actual another podcast that I did. Um I I read the I read the story that it's based on and the story is very vague as to what happens at that ending and the Disney one actually embellished on it so yeah. you saw Ichabod being chased by it and that kind of Is the Johnny Depp Sleepy Hollow on your list? No it is not. It's not on my list either. Okay. But that would be a good like See, that gets into a whole other topic because it's like I love R-rated Tim Burton films because he like mm-hmm. he gets to actually do what he's good at, which is making creepy ass weird shit. And that was a good plus it's Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, I love that. And oh, Pale so Johnny Depp before Pale Johnny Depp was the cliche. Yes. And Christina Ricci. Yep. Hmm. Oh, I thought of another movie. No. <laughs> Jeez, I can't do this. We can't keep it ten. It's not gonna work. Oh, that would have been a good time for you to pretend. If to you said me. Casper, oh yeah, that. Okay. What were you gonna say? <clears throat> Adam's family. No, I was gonna say Adam's family. <laughs> she just, she just reminded me of. I mean, so we yes. can talk. We can mention other movies. We can mention we other movies. Cannot go into discussion of other movies. Yep. So okay. Unless so that's... they are on your previously determined honorable mentions. Yes, which they are not. Sadly, those are not. So Casper is another good one from my childhood, and so is the Adam's family. I Both of Casper, them are actually yeah. pretty good. All right, so that was my number eight. This okay. is Legend of the Sleepy Hollow. Such okay. a good cartoon. Recommend that one to you. My next one is from 1966. Okay. It's also animated. Ooh. It's, it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie. Oh, so this is a good fit. See, this is a good timing between Because, it. again, not, while it is shown on TV, not a TV show. Right, because it, it wasn't was a like... a Halloween special. Right. It's not like there was a serial, like, show of 
the Peanuts. There though, wasn't like, you know, a Charlie Peanuts Brown. TV show. On they this did was just specials. The like, one. I mean, there's like 20 of them. Like, yeah, and the only lot. ones you need to watch are It's the Great Pumpkin and, and It's Christmas and Time. Christmas. Where is that? It's Christmas Time, Charlie Brown. Oh, is it called It's Christmas Time, Charlie Brown? I think it's always called Charlie Brown Christmas. But I, yeah, It's I, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie this. Brown. This is this is one of the few things I watched on Halloween as a kid. Oh, and oh, oddly oh. enough. I'm sorry, um, there was a 1982 or 1992 short called It's Christmas Again, Charlie Brown. No. I'm sorry. That is not, no. I think it's a Charlie Brown Christmas. I think you're right. Anyway, um, this is one of the few ones that I watched as a kid that didn't scare yes. me. And I say it doesn't scare me, but the opening credits of that scare me. Mm-hmm. It's the music. It's the dun 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 dun. It's like in that minor and they put like the, the woo, yeah. like scary ghost sounds. And they're like, you know, <laughs> the kids are running through like the neighborhood. Yep. And it's just like... If you think about it, Charlie Brown sometimes is a little terrifying because where are the parents? Linus sleeps in the pumpkin patch (laughs) overnight and Lucy goes to get him at like two in the morning and he doesn't even have a coat. So he's sick. You know he's sick the next day. Oh my God. Because he was outside. And why did no one help Charlie Brown cut holes in his sheet? I got a rock. What parent allowed him to just take scissors? You didn't tell me you were going to kill it. Oh. (laughs) There's... There is some... I want to know what I the parents were doing. <laughs> Those parents. And you were right. It was a Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, it's a great pumpkin. So, this, you know, it's a family tradition for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, Colin and I, for the last... I know it's been the last four years we've always watched it, but we've carved pumpkins for the last several years, and we I always pull it up on, like, my laptop or my iPad. From, okay. And I think Hulu normally has it up this time yeah. of year. And we watch it while we carve pumpkins. I would recommend that one, too. I watch oh, that yeah. a lot. And if you kid. haven't seen it, you're missing out. You should go go hunt it down. In fact, while Jeff talks about his next movie, I'm going to make sure it's on Hulu or somewhere that someone can watch it. And I'm pretty certain, to be a spoiler for our Christmas one, pretty sure that on mine... The Christmas tree. Well, yeah, mine too. I'm pretty sure that's a given. given. Yeah, okay. So, yes, look up whether it's on the episode or on the list. I will go on, or online, I will go on to the next one on my list. Number seven. I was just going to say we're going way back, but... Oh, no. I don't think it is. Not anymore? No. It normally is. Maybe it still will be. I mean, we are still a few days away I'm sure they'll air it. I'm sure they're they going to air it. They do. They'll air it. Yeah. They'll air it this next week, probably. So look out for it. Look out for it yeah. online. No, I'm just or concerned the, because when am I going to be able to watch it with Colin if it's not out here? Uh, I'll find it. First world problems. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> All right. So, yes, I was going to say going way back for this next one, my number seven on my list, but I realized that my last one took place in 1949. So me going way back means going back one additional year. Oh, you can watch it on Vimeo, apparently. Oh, there you go. So 1948. Uh, Good gracious. Yeah, I told you. That's number three. Number three. I told you a lot of my movies are, are old. Uh, this is my number seven. 1948. It's a. Uh, it's. This is kind of. This is the. I love the Universal Monsters. I love Dracula yes, Monsters. I love all those guys. I and really I, do. To before you get started, have never seen any of them. See and. Not in a. Not again, not in an, I have no interest in seeing these movies, but right. I didn't grow up with them, so I didn't watch them. Right. And see, I did because I grew up watching those old movies. That's why I like Charlie Chaplin and right. all that. So I grew up watching these guys. My grandmother got me on these guys. It's a comedy duo. Oh my God, I just thought of another one. I can't. Oh, man, alive. See, this is the problem with doing this podcast. I'm thinking of other ones now. But these guys were my first comedy duo that I ever watched as a kid. And it's Abbott and Costello. Okay. Loved Abbott and Costello with just. Every, like every bit of my body as a kid and I still I know these movies by heart I've seen thousands of times and I still enjoy watching them mm-hmm. it's Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein okay 
it's a good comedy horror movie. What makes it so good is that they got Bela Lugosi, who who original who did Dracula from the original Universal movies, like fifteen years prior or seventeen years prior, mm-hmm. to come back as Dracula. They got Lon Chaney, who originated the role of the Wolfman in the Universal movies. Well, not originated, but he was the one that everybody knows. When you see the old school Wolfman, it's Lon Chaney. Yeah. He came back to be the Wolfman. It's all Lon Chaney walking with the Queen. <laughs> what is that from? Werewolves of London! Oh, yes. By Warren Zevon. Thank you. Um, no, so, like, they got original actors to come back and to portray it. And the whole plot of the movie is that, basically, uh, Abbott and Costello are, are, these, are these freight guys, and they're delivering wax dummies to a wax museum. Is this how we're going to end the episode? Maybe. <laughs> um, so Whatever. I love Werewolves of London. Hey, no, 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 no question there. It's a good, it's a good John Landis <laughs> movie. Um, but no, so they basically are two, they're two freight guys who are delivering these wax dummies to the museum. And it turns out that actually inside the, the crates are the actual Frankenstein. And oh, the, the Frankenstein's and, monster. Yeah, sorry. The actual Frankenstein's monster, which they do specify that in the movie. And um, Dracula. And his coffin, and they're alive. And Dracula takes uh, Frankenstein's body, and then they they accidentally meet up with the Wolfman because the Wolfman has been following them, following Dracula and Frankenstein's monster from Transylvania, and he's there to try to stop them. But it's the, it's or it's it's Talbot right. who's trying to stop him. But of course, he's still the Wolfman, so he turns into the Wolfman. And it's it's comedy mixed with the actual Universal monsters. Right. And it spawned Abbott and Stella. They meet the Invisible Man later. They Or like afterwards, they meet mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde. They meet the Mummy. And they're like one of the last movies they ever did, which was kind of a crummy movie. But oh, no. but they did. They met, like they eventually met basically all the Universal monsters. But I just, I loved this movie as a kid. It's still one of my favorite comedies, like old school comedy movies. And it's, again, it's monsters. And that's right. why I go for it. I do recommend it. If anybody likes the old school ones, Monster. I know some people were talking online about mentioning the older movies, if or like the older Universal Monsters movies. If you haven't seen Monsters. this movie and you like the old school Universal, right. it's a fun movie to watch just to see the original actors doing their creatures. Because Lon Chaney's The Wolfman still looks great in 1948. And it, was, it had been a while since I think he did the last one. So yeah. that's it. That's it. That's it for That's that one. It. Next one. My next one. This is technically a double one because there are two versions of this movie. Okay. One is from 1959 okay. and one is from 1999. The one I'm referring to that, that holds the specialist place in my heart is the one from 1999. But I also enjoy... I've seen the 1959 one and actually it's almost scarier but it's, it's Vincent Price. It's House on Haunted Hill. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason why the old one's scarier is because it's Vincent Price. On, the original House on Haunted Hill is on Netflix. The 1959 yes. one. Yes, it is. Yeah. And wh- it's scary because it's unrated. It, yeah. It would... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can... <laughs> and then the 1999 one... Here's who's in the 1999 one. This say. is a... It's from... Ni- yeah. 99. It has a 28 meta score. Ooh. The 5.4 out of 10. I was just going to ask, should we have been doing our Metascores for no, these movies? No, I, just, I like, just, that one was kind of like a, ooh. I don't really think many of the movies we have have Metascores. <laughs> so, um, Jeffrey Rush. Okay. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Fem- Famke Jensen. Yes. Who's in X-Men. X-Men and GoldenEye. And- Tay Diggs. 
He was in that one? Chris Kattan. See, I remember Chris Kattan for some reason. Allie Larder. <laughs> what? Bridget Wilson. Okay, apparently I need to rewatch the 99 version. Yeah. Lisa Loeb. James Marsters. You Peter freaking Graves, kidding me? And oh, Mark Lucas, but his scene was deleted. I did not know half those people were in that. Yeah. And this movie holds... This movie scared the crap out of me. And I saw this movie for the first time in high school. Okay. And this movie holds a special place in my heart because the first boyfriend I ever had when I was in high school, this was the movie we were watching with friends that I thought we started dating. Oh. He's so and cute. And then he broke up with me because he wanted to play video games, whatever. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, then it scared the shit out of me. I... So it's not a spoiler, but like the opening scene with the roller coaster and then people like anything, anything as a kid. Does anyone remember the MTV show Fear? Yes. Yeah. That I actually wanted, that, me. that show actually creeped the hell out of me. Yeah. Because it was But that was about ago. the same time that this was out. Yeah. So like anything with like asylums, like insane asylums. That's why I was so disappointed that American Horror Story Asylum was so shitty. <laughs> I did not like American Horror Story Asylum. I love the first one, and what I've seen of the newest season is good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I they could have done so much more with that, and they just they took it way too out there. But it's their second season. Second seasons are always rocky. Usually, but wow, I see. I remember. Yeah, anything that takes place in like asylums or like where they did experiments on people who were mentally ill just freaks me out. Well, I hate still to this day. I hate to tell you this. Our next uh, podcast that you and I are doing is going to be entirely recorded in an insane asylum. You're not funny. I'm funny a little. I'm funny a little. <laughs> it's funny a little bit. So yes, House on Haunted Hill. Wow. Highly recommend. Actually, I think I might recommend the 1999 version more, especially for those of us listening. Those of you listening who are in my age bracket. Because you're going to recognize, you recognize and most a, of those people. I have a couple of movies from 99 that are very quintessential, like, 90s actor-laden horror movies. Because, I mean, honestly, think about it. Jeffrey Rush. Okay. Okay. Everybody knows who Jeffrey Rush is. Yep. So I, do I actually need to describe movies that he's been in? Okay. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Uh, Femke Jen- Jensen. Yes. X-Men movies. She's also in GoldenEye. She was uh, Xena on the top. Uh, Ty Diggs. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Uh, I know him from Rent. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> um, let's see here. Chris Kattan. We don't need to say that. Uh, Allie Larder. Wasn't she... Uh, isn't she she the was one on from Heroes. Heroes? Yeah, yeah, okay. And a bunch um, of other stuff from that. She's in Varsity Blues. But like just... Um, Lisa Loeb. Hello, yep. people. Musician. Uh, James Marsters. Spike, Spike. From Buffy. Hello. Hi. Yes. Like it's got a lot of people that are our generation specifically would know these people from other stuff and i mean that alone makes me want to watch it again right i haven't seen that movie in forever i know i know i catch it on tv every now and then (laughs) i love it awesome all right so number six on my countdown to awesome halloween movies that's my title of this episode no it is the top shelf halloween special that's her special title. <laughs> that is the title. That's what's going to be on iTunes. I will kill you. Number six. 1991. A little newer. little newer. This is actually the one that you reminded me of. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I forgot about this movie. Oh, man. This movie gave me nightmares as a child. There's two movies on my list that gave me severe nightmares as a child. Most of the movies on this list scared the shit out of me <laughs> at some point in my life. And, like, for what? 
whatever reason, I still wanted to watch them. Like, my parents stopped me from watching these movies for a while because they terrified me. And to this day, this movie still was the first time I had seen... The whole gag about being in your bed, because again, it was it's from 91. I was seven when this movie came out, everybody. So I was young. I didn't see it in theaters. What? If you were seven, I would have been five? Yeah. Yeah. So I was young when this came out, and it, it was the first time I had seen the whole gag where... Like, the person's laying in their bed, mm-hmm. they hear a noise under their bed, they roll over their bed, look, like, there's, like, a moment where it's, like, you're gonna be, there's gonna be something underneath the bed, there's gonna be something underneath the bed, and they flip up the bed, and it cuts to underneath the bed, and there's nothing there, and, but she's, oh, but it's, like, oh, it's my doll, so she grabs the doll, and she's, like, she's, like, sitting on the side of the bed looking at it, and she rolls back into her bed, and then turns over, and the creature's in the bed staring ah! at her, growling at her. That image just was implanted in my head for years. And it still is. And that's still... I always think about that if I'm ever like laying in bed and I just hear a random noise. That's the first thing I think about. So anyways, the movie... I, I did this whole build-up for this. Yeah. And you guys are just going to laugh at me when you hear it. It's the 1991 Ernest Scared Stupid. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You know what? I love Ernest. Really? I Come love on. Ernest. All that build up? Really? I know. That's why I built it up first. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> right now, I hate you. I love Ernest so much. To the point where... Because Ernest started as like a commercial salesman. Like, he sold products on local television in Florida and Georgia and South Carolina no. and Alabama. Ernest is from the Andy Griffith show. No, he's not. Is it not the same Ernest? Nope. Certainly looks the same. It kind of looks the same. But I know the, it's not the same like actor and the, stuff. The but. character of Ernest P. Worrell. Oh, it's not Ernest T. Bass. No. Okay, never mind. I always get that confused. But he got his start on as selling, like, he sold Mellow Yellow. He did commercials oh, about how Mellow yeah, Yellow was yeah. better than Mountain Dew back in the day because it's that clean, refreshing, citrusy taste is what he used to say. Okay. But he did all these commercials. I actually purchased a DVD of his commercials that he did. Really? And they're freaking hilarious because I love Ernest. And anything... I, see, I don't get the fascination with Ernest. I've never seen any of the Ernest movies. Ernest Goes to Camp is yep. his first one. Ernest uh, Saves Christmas. Ernest Saves Christmas, which, by the way, spoiler, on Love my Christmas, Christmas list. list. I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, Ernest Goes to Jail. Or actually, it was Ernest Scared Stupid. Or, sorry, 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 sorry. Ernest Goes to Camp, uh, Ernest Saves Christmas, and then Ernest Scared Stupid. Those were the three, in my opinion, decent ones right. from film from theaters. I'm pretty sure Ernest Scared Stupid. Or Ernest Goes to Jail was the last one he did in theaters. But then they started going, like, direct-to-video. Right. But Jim Varney is an amazing comedic actor. Like, yeah, I love that he man. Was. He was very good. Like, I just... I love Ernest. And, like, I when I went back in high school, when we went down for our band trip to... We went to the MGM Studios. Mm-hmm. And the, the house... Because it was the back lot where they filmed right. the Golden Girls at. And they filmed Ernest... Like, that was where mm-hmm. they went for Ernest uh, Saves Christmas. Like, I geeked out because it was the house from Ernest oh Saves Christmas. God. It's the stupid Herma little Gerd. things. Ermagerd Ernest. So, uh... Ermagerd Ernest. Ermagerd Pertifervers. Um, so that's still my favorite one. Oh, um, boy. But no, Ernest Scared Stupid is just... It's one of those movies that people who have seen it... I can't believe that was your build-up. Yes, it was. That's why I didn't say just the title. It's one of those movies where people who've seen it watch it going, this is the dumbest thing in the world, but I cannot turn it off because you just 
keep watching the stupidity. It's really bad in spots. Is the whole plot of it is just about these like like Ernest's relative banded this troll underneath this tree, and the only way it could be resurrected was one of his ancestors, who of course was Ernest, ha- had to release him, and the the troll kidnapped children and turned them into small wooden figurines that then they used their their life essence to bring back the trolls like like minions and stuff okay that's the plot and it happens he kidnaps children and the creatures like their other trolls come back at the end it's it's creepy because it's the whole idea about kids being kidnapped but yeah i had to build it up that way because i knew you're just gonna laugh at me (laughs) so yes that is my that's my number that's my number six that's not up higher on that list but that's that's one of them so my next one your next one from a master of hor- gory horror movies. Gory porn like horror movies. Okay. Eli Roth. Cabin Fever from 2002. I always forget he directed that one. He, did he write it too? Yeah. Okay. See, I always forget that. Yeah. I love Cabin Fever. It's so gross. It's so gross and weird and never just, seen Cabin Fever. You're missing out. Probably not. Because I don't like those movies. I saw it in high It has got Sean from Boy Meets World in it. Come on. I see. I knew that. I think he's... Spoiler, I think he's the only person who lives. When was that movie released? 2002. Total spoiler. Whatever. People die in a horror it's movie? It's got a 56 Metascore. That's actually not, not terrible. Bad. That's not bad for him. It's... This is this is a summary for people who haven't seen it. I okay. just like the summary. A group of five college graduates rent a cabin in the woods and begin to fall victim to a horrifying flesh-eating virus that attracts unwanted attention of the homicidal locals. <laughs> so it's not only a cabin in the woods movie, uh-huh. uh, but it's also like a um, the hills have eyes type thing. Uh-huh. So he he basically combined two uh-huh. different horror cliches into a single film yep and went off with it which is cool it's cool see i i I applaud people who do that who don't just do another friday the 13th or nightmare on elm street where it's you know it's a serial killer it's a you know it's a it's a creature coming to kill somebody like the fact that they combined two different mainstay like mainframe stories yeah that's cool there's also a cabin fever 2 spring fever but he had nothing to do with that one just like hostel 3 he had nothing to do with and whatever oh they're making a third one (laughs) of course cabin fever outbreak what the scene that in that movie that sticks with me well there's two but one of them i'm not gonna talk about The one that oh maybe i'll talk about there's children listening no there's not there better not be children listening to this there's I a scene where times. the one girl, one of the girls, you know, is infected with it. She's shaving her legs in the bathtub. And she's shaving her legs. And she starts shaving off her skin. Like, Lovely. huge, thick chunks of her skin. And it's just bloody, just like, slimy, like, slop. Like, just <laughs> shaving off her. I don't think I shaved my legs for a month I after wouldn't that. ever after that. Well, I don't usually shave my legs. And there's another scene, because obviously this is a horror movie with college kids, so there's some inappropriate things going on. So this guy tries to, you know, get into third with this girl. And Woo! Thinks he's down in, down in her downstairs lady parts. <laughs> and actually, Which, by the way, I am trying to get on Urban Dictionary. Nice! Yes! <laughs> downstairs lady parts. He thinks he's interacting with her downstairs lady parts, and really he's got his fingers in the gaping wound in the side of her leg from the flesh eating 
bacteria. Lovely. And pulls his hand out and is like, ah, ah. I think she's like half dead at this point, too. <laughs> oh, it's such a horrible movie. I love it so much. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I guess the further up I go, the more gory they get. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> this is a perfect Again, one. movie scared the crap out of me. Love it now. I'm curious to know what we're going to do when we get to our Christmas movies, though. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I think our Christmas movies are going to be sim- more similar, I think. They will be, I think. I think. A Halloween one, we have because we have different tastes in what we consider to be scary. Yeah. yeah. I like psychological and I like gore. Oh, see, I love psychological horror movies, though. Those movies, I love. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to write. I right. want to write That's a not... psychological okay. horror movie. So We know. Anyways, number five. Are you done? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done. That was it. I'm done. Number five. Jumping back to 1974. This is a... Uh, this is actually technically just classified as a comedy. Okay. This movie came out December 15th, 1974. So not at all Halloween. It's not really a Halloween. Okay. But again, if you know the type of movies I liked as a kid, makes total sense. Uh, I like funny movies. Yes, you do. I like monsters. Yes, you do. What's the quintessential funny old school monster movie? I know, but I'm not telling you because I don't want to ruin it for the people listening. Mel Brooks's Young Frankenstein. <laughs> Love this movie. Love that film. Oh my god, this movie I could recite the entire movie. We didn't we just watch this? We uh Dan Dan uh, Dan started it, yes. Yeah, we watched this it this last, last weekend. weekend. I was leaving when you guys started oh, watching it. Oh that's right, it. I forgot you left before uh, we did. Yes, I love Young Frankenstein. I did I not appreciate too. it. Tefta, as... darling. <laughs> Tefta. No, the dress. Tefta wrinkles so easily. Um I didn't appreciate this like the little nuances that Mel Brooks did with this movie mm-hmm. as a kid until I got older and I actually watched the older Universal movies closer and I realized how much he nailed the look and the feel mm-hmm. of them, which is some of the best freaking humor in the world. You know, the whole, the whole you know, Igor asking, first off, by the way, if you like comedy movies, just freaking watch this movie. I don't even care. Well, yeah. This is a great film. It's not scary to say the least. There's a freaking song and dance number halfway through like, it. <laughs> Putting on the Ritz with with Peter Boyle. Do, do, By the way, Peter do, Boyle do, plays do, Frankenstein. Do, do, do. Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein's monster. The whole plot of this is pretty much summarize the middle section of the movie right there. Uh, the whole plot of this movie is that Gene Wilder, what's Gene Wilder plays uh, uh, Froderick Frankenstein, as he pronounces his name. Froderick. It's Froderick. Um, he plays Froderick Frankenstein, and he is the grandson of Victor Frankenstein from the Universal movies, and they basically take him back to his grandfather's house. He hates the fact that his grandfather did the stuff that he's known for, right. and basically gets worked back into realizing, you know what, this might have actually worked, and he makes a Frankenstein with with Terry Gar, who is freaking beautiful as hell in this movie because she's young, she's My, gorgeous. My what knockers! Oh, thank you, thank you doctor. doctor. <laughs> and then, and then. Uh, uh, Marty Feldman as Igor. Yes. Oh, so brilliant. And that exchange that I quote all the time, which is the whole uh um you must be you must be Frederick. No, it's pronounced Fre- Oh no, Frederick. it's like Frederick Frankenstein. It isn't. It's Frederick Frankenstein. I see. You must be Igor. No, they pronounce Igor. <laughs> Well, they told me it was Igor. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? Like, I just... That exchange... It's brilliant Mel Brooks writing. And it's so good. And this is another movie I've watched since I was a kid. That and Spaceballs. Yes. Such great films. Love Mel Brooks so much. 
So yes, that is my number five-ish. Five? Number five. Yeah. Your next one. Go. My next one is from 1999. <laughs> I, As we all know, Shocker. when she has 90s nostalgia, it's fine. <laughs> it is got a 31 meta score. Wow. Okay. It's a comedy, comedy horror movie. Okay. Idle Hands. Idle Hands. I was trying to think what movie it was before you told me. I'm like, oh, okay. Idle Hands. That's the Seth Green one, right? Yes. Okay. Seth Green and Devin Sawa and Jessica Elba. I remember seeing Where a trailer for it. Devin Sawa's hand gets possessed by like a murderer or something like that and just so much of this acting like where you like grab your hand and act like you have no control over it so basically what they did is they combined the plot of child's play which is that the doll becomes possessed by the the spirit of a serial killer with the two minutes from evil dead 2 where hash's hand becomes possessed (laughs) and went like film it's a great movie i love this movie i saw this in like middle school because i loved seth green i still love seth green but like this is this is like this is early seth green this is early seth green this is buffy this is that's technically second austin power seth green at that point when he still got dark hair like it's black and stuff and he ends up he gets killed devin sawa kills his two best friends Or they get killed somehow. And, like, Seth Green ends up, like, a bottle, like, sticking out of his See, head for part what, of it. That's the image. Can you image. put the trailer for this movie up on the I website? I will do that. Okay. I will do that. Because I feel like this is such an underrated movie. Like, The Offspring is... It's such a 90s movie. It reminds me kind of, like, Duder's My Car, but not as stupid. Okay. But it's... Actually, it scared me a little bit when I was a kid. Really? But, yeah. Well, there's a scene where, like... It says, someone writes, I'm underneath the bed, or I'm under the bed, in, like, black light paint, like, above the bed, and it's just, like, but it's such a good movie. I can do you one better. I can put the full film. <laughs> yeah! Actually, I think it's on, it's on Crackle. It's on Crackle. It's and on you, can, Crackle. you can view that through YouTube right now. Yeah, it's on Crackle. I highly <laughs> recommend this movie. If you just want a stupid laugh, it's a good movie. Huh. Yeah, I will put, I will put, uh... One of my favorite lines, I still do it every now and then, it's like, Seth Green's got, like... Okay, first, this is where I learned about bagel guillotines. Because he tries to chop his hand off with the bagel... The, the bad hand off with the bagel guillotine, but he can't because the blade doesn't cut anything. <laughs> and then Seth Green at one point goes... I actually, I don't know if this is in the movie. I know it's in the trailer. But he um grabs like a, like an electric carving knife. He goes, "Look at me, look at me, I'm Leatherface!" And then he like turns around because it comes unplugged from the wall. <laughs> Seriously, it's so stupid See, funny. I do remember. I that. love this movie. I remember that in from like the. It's got a great '90s soundtrack. It's just a good movie. <laughs> Vivica Fox is in it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Great movie. I remember. I remember lots of the like. I remember just seeing the trailer all the time. Back in the day for this movie. Like, it was before movies. Back, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day when you had to watch a VHS tape. Yep. And, you know, there was trailers before the VHS tape. Mm-hmm. I guess DVDs and Blu-rays kind of do that nowadays. But, you know, back in that day when, when that was when that was a thing, I remember seeing... I've never seen Idle Hands, though. I've never... And I like Do yourself a favor. Watch Idle Hands. See, and, like, I know this movie is... You'll love it. It's so stupid. I, and I I do like stupid movie obviously Ernest Scared Stupid is on this list but like I like stupid movies like that sometimes but I think I watched this and the Blair Witch Project at the same like around the same time and obviously I those are two complete different movies and the Blair Witch Blair Witch is not on this list because to this day the Blair Witch Project still scares me to the point where I can't watch it and again because it's realistic I know it's not real no I know it's too realistic freaks me out and see even the Blair Witch the Blair Witch 
Project episode of Dawson's Creek I can't watch. Oh, I didn't know they did that. Oh, yeah. See, I like things that are realistic This scary. is going to be a long episode. It is. But you know what? We were talking about 20 movies. Yeah, plus we are. More. Plus more. So, okay. My, we're getting down there. Yeah, we are. Number four. Okay. My number four. 1988 movie. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna see if you can guess it. Actually, All that'd right. probably be that'd be probably be a better bet. It's uh, it's it's yeah, 1988 movie. It's a comedy. They they consider I'm to be classifies it as a comedy fantasy. Don't really know about the fantasy part, but it is a. Uh, it's only PG, only an hour and a half long. It's got, it's got. Well, I know it's got one actor in it from a television show that I know you like, that was on. Nothing. I, if I start saying too much more, it's going to no, give I you away. No, I got nothing. Tim Burton. Beetlejuice? Yes. Yay! Beetlejuice is my number four. Oh, I didn't think about that. It's, it's on, like, I looked like an IMDb list up of, like, Halloween movies that helped jog my memory. Right, and that's what I and did, And it was too. on there. And I, Beetlejuice is my, my earliest memory of it. Beetlejuice used to scare me. It used to scare me, too. The, oh, but just the beginning. See, I mean, like, and I think Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice and Batman is what... Got me my love of Danny Elfman because I love I love the Beetlejuice theme song. Yep. It's a brilliant piece of music. It's so weird. It's not like anything you've ever heard, and it's this whole orchestration, mm-hmm. and it's it's this weird like circus upbeat to it, which is the early You're Danny Elfman. You're gonna put Elfman. it on, on the website. You I, should. I I should. I really should. But my my first memory of Beetlejuice was Christmas at my grandparents one year. Um, I'm pretty sure Jean, my sister, my older sister, got it on VHS tape. Nice. And all the big kids were in the other room watching Beetlejuice. For some reason, they thought they should watch Beetlejuice at Christmas. And I was not allowed to go in there because the movie was scary. And I remember seeing the opening credits, and that's as much as I got to see before I got to, I, had, I was told to leave the room. I don't know when that was. It must have been because it was VHS. Tape. It must have been like 89 or 90. Right. So I was five or six. But it took me a couple more years after that until I started watching it. And I just, I love Michael Keaton. In my head, when anybody says Michael Keaton, it's Batman and it's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Technically, it's Beetlejuice They're making first. a second one. I know. And, and Tim Burton's know. on board. He was, at first he was like supportive of it. Isn't right. he coming back yes. to do it himself? He said that if the guy who wrote um, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Slayer, the, the Seth. Seth Graham Smith. Yes, because him, like the two of them mm-hmm. are buddy-buddy now. And David Katzenberg, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, Tim Burton always said that if, if Seth Graham Smith mm-hmm. would could come up with a good story for Beetlejuice 2 because he was the one that said to Tim Burton, I really love Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Burton told him, if you come up with a good story that I like, that we both like, I will do t- I will do Beetlejuice 2. And apparently they are in the early talks with Warner Brothers to make the second Beetlejuice. Nice. Freaking 15 years later, but not 15? No. no 25, 25 years later. But truthfully... I am completely okay yeah, with this. it is 25 because Colin was born in 88. There you go. 25 next month. And Michael Keaton said that he would come back as long as Tim Burton came back. So, I love it. Would, would Nona Ryder come back? Oh, she would have to. And I'm afraid they would shoehorn Johnny Depp in there somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be my only fear with the movie. But either way, they well, okay. This is going to sound really I... insensitive, but they're going to have to figure out a way to explain why Alec Baldwin aged and got <gasps> fat. <laughs> Oh, that oh. was the link to a TV show that I liked that used yes. to be on. I'm like, oh, what? In the afterlife, he got fat, huh? Recently deceased, know. recently 
to Well, eat. they could do something completely different. They I, didn't have to use them again. I don't think they would bring... No, see, I, I don't think, think they would either. And I also think in that and same Gina vein... Gina Davis has aged as well. I don't think they would bring back uh, Lydia, which is... Winona Ryder's character. Yeah, no, I thank you. I'm aware. Uh, well, I'm just for those people out oh. there listening. But I also don't think they. I I almost don't think they bring back Adam and Barbara. I no. think if anything, they might be in a cameo. Yeah. Or they might mention them. But I'd be afraid that after this many years, if they're dead, I almost wonder would in this world do people oh, get reincarnated? No, put Dracula dead and loving it on this list. No, another good Mel Brooks film, especially these. The staking in the heart scene. I've actually never seen it. Oh, like the name of the movie. It's funny. So yes, Beetlejuice, I'm sorry, it's just a brilliant movie. Weird, early Tim Burton, creepy. It was actually because of the success of Beetlejuice that convinced Warner Brothers that Tim Burton was okay to do Batman. Because I would he like to, speaking of Halloween costumes, I thought about it this year because I was going to be Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of in the same vein, but I wanted to be Miss Argentina. <laughs> I have it pinned on my Pinterest <laughs> to be Miss Argentina, but it's a lot of body paint. Did you see the family that was dressed up as the, the Dietzes? Or Adam and Barbara? And then uh, uh, Lydia and Beetlejuice? Maybe the I did. The parents were Adam and Barbara? Yeah. And Barbara in, oh, yeah, in, with like, the big, the, the big he- heads. Yes, yep, and then their I little boy that. is Beetlejuice. Like a three-year-old boy yeah. is Beetlejuice. That's and their awesome. older daughter's... Li- it was brilliant I costume. had a dream a couple of months ago that I went as Lydia for Halloween. What which, what outfit would you wear? The red dress. The red one. dress. That's yes. what I wore in the dream. Yes, the the red wedding dress at the end. Do you remember there was that one day that we went to Target? Like I made you take me to. T- you were dry. Oh, you were driving me over somewhere. But like we stopped at Target because I had to buy Beetlejuice. Yeah. And then I didn't buy it. <sighs> I still haven't pulled the trigger on it. I still don't own it on Blu-ray. I've owned it on DVD. I don't VHS own it on anything. I've owned, I've owned two different versions of that movie just because it's that's awesome. Okay, are we ready for my next we one? We are ready for the next one. Go. The Shining. Oh. The Shining. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't even do my whole ramp up. It's from nope. 1980. Screw the, the ramp horror up. Movie. No, The Shining. Shining. <laughs> <laughs> While we're yelling at this point. This we? is one of the few movies that to this day there is one scene that I cannot watch because it scares me too much. It's a thing in the bathtub. Oh, that's creepy. Can't do that. Can yeah. we spoil uh, The Shining? Yes, it's 1980 and it's not on the AFI list. Good point. Yeah, he made out with an old creepy zombie of a lady. She was kind of hot until she turned. Right? There was boobs, too. But just like, oh my god. That scene, oh, still freaks me out. And any time I watch The Shining, I cannot, like, I get freaked out in the shower for like a week. And I'm just like... I remember there's a Halloween where we went to a Halloween party and we watch it. We watch that and we watch another movie that's on your list. So I'm not going to bring it up so I don't ruin it for you. Thank you. But like we, I was, we, the next day we had an orchestra, like dress rehearsal or concert or something. Okay. And like I was in, I was living on my own. I was living in Kenosha at this point and I like had to take a shower with the door open because I was too scared to shut the door because I was afraid something was going to get me. (laughs) I was afraid Jack Nelson was just going to show up and start shopping like, down the door. D- my parents, like, my dad turns this on whenever it's on TV. Like, he used to just flip into the channels. And, like, I wouldn't watch. I, I think the first time I saw this movie all the way through was only, like, probably five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Because, 
like this and The Exorcist, my parents, like if they turned on TV, we would leave the room. Like yeah. they'd make us leave the room. We were not allowed to watch this movie. Which, but I saw, the, I would see the end occasionally where, you know, Jack's all frozen and he's like, <laughs> Daddy! My dad like would just, we randomly yelled that for no reason. That was a good impersonation of Colin you just did there, actually. That sounded like Colin right now. How did that sound like Colin? When Colin does weird voices. Oh. <laughs> just all the time yes. sometimes. That's why it sounded like Colin. See, and my first, my well, don't first... tell him that. Now he won't listen to it because he thinks <sighs> it'll be, he's gonna think it's him. No, I'm just kidding. Um, see, my first, my Speaking first, of... uh, um, uh, okay, exposure to that, yeah. to The Shining, was I actually saw the Simpsons cartoon. Oh, okay. Uh, the Shining before I ever saw The Shining. Is that maybe why I call it The Shining? Probably. Because I'm sure I've seen that Treehouse of Horror. Because the line of that Treehouse of Horror is is uh, Groundskeeper Willie telling Bart, like, oh, he's got The Shining. Don't oh, you mean yeah. Shining? He's like, don't you mean Shining? Shh, no, you want to get sued? Like, that whole exchange. Nice. The Shining. Which that brings up my favorite quote from that episode, which is Mr. Burns go, or uh, Smithers going, but sir, like, the last time we left here, or don't, do you think the last time that we left the, the, or the, the, the groundskeeper went crazy and killed his old family and mr burns is like hmm good point if we come back and everyone's slaughtered i owe you a coke like that line <laughs> is my favorite line from one of my favorite lines from the simpsons but the shining is a very good movie i got the documentary the room 237 yeah it's on netflix too. i got it to watch it i want to see it because i'm curious to know about that movie. one of my favorite lines from the shining is i'm not gonna hurt you i'm just gonna bash your head in with a baseball bat and it's the way he says that uh-huh. because he says it entirely calm and that that is why it's creepy. With a baseball. I don't quote it correctly. <sighs> it's good. Maybe I'll try to find that line too and throw that up on there. I mean, yeah, again, I don't want to like spoil the movie, uh, but I'm sorry, guys. These are classics. A lot of these are classics movies. Yep. So you kind of, you know, sorry. Uh, all right. Well, my number, you're, you're all good? Yep, I'm done. Okay. Do I need to talk more about The Shining? I have raged about The Shining. For it's numerous so, episodes. <laughs> I still do not understand the end of that movie to this day. I feel like I need to read the book. I mean, I kind of get it, but like he gets possessed by Grady or Grady starts telling him what to do or whatever. But Are you talking about the last shot? Or just the ending in just, general, okay, like the why whole, he like goes why crazy. he starts to go crazy thing. I mean, I get it, but see, and now it's a Kubrick film. I know, and this is the only Stanley Kubrick film to this to date that I like. And purposely, Kubrick ends it in a way that just makes you kind of go, "What?" Like yeah. makes you second guess it, and that's what the whole picture, the last shot of it is, uh-huh. where it's obviously a young Jack Nicholson that was there. So yeah, okay, is it spoilers? Is it? Is he reincarnated? Like, is this another... Like, is he... Was he the original person that killed all his family? Mm -hmm. Like, what is he just... Does he keep coming back and doing it again and doing it again? And that's why everybody knows him? Or my thought when I was originally younger was I'm like, maybe it's the same guy, but how could he be that... Like, he would have been so much older at that point. Like, there was so many little things to it. And I think that's purposely... It was done just to kind of make you go, what? Mm -hmm. But there is... There's a book... I know. A sequel. Yeah. That Stephen King wrote, It just wrote, came right? out okay, recently. Okay, it did just yeah, come it just out. Come okay. out. It just came out recently. So, I don't know if it explains any more on it. Probably I don't know. Not. Well, we're almost done. Uh, my number two. Well, no, we're almost done with our list. We have honorable mentions to That's discuss true. as well. My number two, uh, just like your, what number, like your like five or six was it was two movies technically. Yep. Yours were, <laughs> yours were movies that were the same. They're the just same remakes. movie, but there's two different versions of them, yes. I technically count that as the same for mine. I, no. <laughs> for this one, you know. Fine. It's, it's, 
No, no, like your your yours is fine. Like that's fine okay. to do that. But I, I think I'm doing. I think technically I can say that same thing for mine. I my number two is the 1981 movie, The Evil Dead. Yep. And the 1987 movie, Evil Dead Two: Dead by Dawn. I okay. count these both. Now you have not seen them, have you? I've seen Evil Dead. You've seen Evil Dead. You haven't seen Evil Dead Two, right? No. Okay. I count them as the same. Is Evil movie. Dead the one they just remade? Yes. Yes, I've seen they Evil Dead. They remade. Yes, they just recently. And I'm talking about the original, which is why I specified the year. Right. They just remade slash booted right. the original film, but it's not necessarily a remake or like a boot. It's kind of a semi sequel. Right. Because stuff that happens in the new one references stuff that happens in the original one. Like, not just a reference, like. Like, it's the same story. Like, it's a continuation of that story. It's just, it's 30 years, 40 years, not 40, 30 years later with new kids, but they're coming back to the same cabin. Like, it's it's kind of along those lines. Mm-hmm. And they're purposely doing that because they're supposedly making another Evil Dead. And then Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are making another Army of Darkness. Nice. And then they're going to make a movie that crosses the two franchises. So there's a, these are movies are all in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Anyways, not the point. Evil Dead 2 is probably the goriest movie that I enjoy watching on a regular basis. Because it's it's not gory. It's kind of it gets not gory and gross out compared to nowadays, but it's pretty bad considering it's 81 and they made it on like a shoestring budget. It's it's cheap special effects. It's rated technically it's rated NC-17 because of the violence. And because that girl gets fucked by a tree. And because there's a tree rape scene. Little minor tree rape, detail. Little rapey. Little tree rape. She Never gets hurt anybody. pulled oh, to the God. ground. Twigs pull her arms and legs apart and a giant branch goes right up her hoo-ha. Her downstairs lady, lady parts. As you will. Um, if you if you will. If you will. Uh, it's, it's, but like, it, in order for them to have not gotten an X rating for the original film, that is why they had to do the, the gore of the mod, like the blood and the, like yeah. the, the liquid coming out of the creatures as different colors. Because I think we discussed that. I think we discussed that in a previous episode about the violence, that in the rating system, if, if it's blood, if it is a very specific hue of blood and there's tons of it, you can almost immediately get an NC-17 rating. But if it's different colors, it's not human blood. Right. And the rating boards don't, they're not as harsh about it because, well, that's obviously not real humans that are, like, that's their theory behind it. Right. And the reason why these two movies, I count them as the same, the first one was done really cheap, very independent, like, like definition of of independent horror right. movie, and Sam Raimi went on obviously to do like Spider Man and Dark Man and all these movies that people know. Um, but they the sequel six years later when they made it, they had a bigger budget, and so to make sure that they didn't have any issues with people having not seen the original, they recapped the entire original film in the first fifteen minutes of mm-hmm. Evil Dead Two, but do it better. <laughs> like they'd refilm stuff and they get rid of all the friends that came out it's just ash and his girlfriend that show up right but they keep the whole him beheading her and all that stuff and like they kept that portion of the story in which is why i consider it to be one movie because it's really they went you know what everything that happened in evil dead one could just be summarized in 15 minutes here you go and they they shot it and then they continued the story but both those movies i saw them in high school i have my friend paul vote to thank for that um 
Paul's been on one of our bottom of the barrel episodes, which is maybe he listens, maybe not. Um, but I have him and actually the evil dead the first one scared the living crap out of me the first time I saw and that was in high school right like it scared me I don't know why but it just bothered me until I got used to it I love those movies and well when we went to to WizardCon a couple years ago yes we did I have assigned uh the guy who created if anybody who's ever seen the evil dead films the guy who created what the the Necromonicon looks like he was there I stood and talked to that guy for like 20 25 minutes I got his autograph he drew a picture for me it's and I have it signed inside my my collector's edition of the first Evil Dead on DVD that looks like the Necromonicon and he was giving me tips like how to preserve the DVD case cuz it's this uh-huh. foamy rubber it's it's and he's he's like oh you really got to do this so and he's like you know when we did that for Evil Dead we actually made it out of this like he was just going into details greatest guy in the world and that's probably another reason why these movies are still on my list so Evil Dead monsters possession zombies stuff so there you go that was my number two all right the second to last one on my list and again mine are not in any order just thought we remind us as we've passed the hour mark are you on the second to last yeah i'm on my second to last you went first how many do you have left one (laughs) hold on how many did you do Hocus Pocus, The Exorcist, yeah. Saw, So Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, Haas on Haunted Hill, Cabin Fever, Idle Hands, The Shining. I have two more. I have one. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped over Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Because we talked about we Hocus Pocus. I'm like, okay. I have one left. No, How do you I have, have two? two. Okay. I have two. That's fine. You can do both of yours. 2003 movie that from the second it was, oh, we rented this movie. We're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I laid under a blanket <laughs> and watched it with one eyeball. 2003. There's been a sequel to this movie that just came out not that long ago. Actually, I think a sequel and then a third one, but I'm not sure. Let me look. I don't remember. Can you give me more than just scary and a sequel? Because that's Um, not narrowing it down at all. Chris Hardwick is in it. So is Ray Wilson. They die. I have no idea. House of a Thousand Corpses. They're in those movies? Mm-hmm. Really? That Chris, Chris Hardwick and Rob Zombie are friends. And have I, been for I a long time. Didn't... Yeah. I did not know... I did not know that at yeah. all. Oh, I do know Rain Wilson was in it. Yeah, Rain Wilson, you know. You wouldn't realize it's Hardwick because it's this fat version of himself. Uh, who he calls his, his, who is his brother, <laughs> Billy Hardwick. <laughs> Billy Hardwick, the fat one. Yes. Yeah, House of a Thousand Corpses. Listen to TheNerdist.com for more information. This one has a 31 Metascore. This is an underrated movie. This is a scary movie. See, and I've never watched... I've... I've, I skipped through the Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Because I just didn't care. I skipped to the Weird Al scene in Halloween. Uh, Which also has our guy from Clockwork Orange in it. Malcolm McDowell? Yes. Malcolm McDowell. Um... I just, but like, I didn't like, I didn't dig like the Devil's Rejects. I didn't dig the house. Yeah, just, the Devil's Reject is the second. Is the and second then Lords one, right? of Salem, I think, is the third okay. one. Okay. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah, because it says. Because it picks up Technically, like the, the Devil's Reject is legitimately the second, the sequel to it. Because it's, it's like the three main, like, bad guys from yeah. the House of a Thousand Corpses, right? So, all right. See, in the Lords of Salem... Oh, no, it's a different movie. It is a different... It's still Rob Zombie, but it's a different movie. Okay. House of the Thousand Corpses is actually... Did not scare me as much as I thought it was going to. Mm-hmm. But because I literally was like... I think I actually may have watched a lot of it from... Un- like, didn't look at it. I heard it through the blanket. Oh, see, that might be even scarier. 
to me. It was a little bit, but I mean, it's funny in spots. But, like, the, the, this is the summary of this movie. Mm-hmm. Two teenage couples traveling across the backwoods of Texas searching for urban legends of murder end up as prisoners of a bizarre and sadistic backwater family of serial killers. So, again... It's kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, it's, it's kind of Texas loosely, Chainsaw yeah. Massacre. But, oh, it's creepy. Oh, it's creepy. Why is it creepy? It's is just it one tone? of those... It's, it's <clears throat> the tone. It's the... Just... It's... Fucking twisted. Does it feel it's twisted? Does it feel real at all in any spot because of no, what happens? Mm, I've never seen it. I maybe, have legitimately no idea. I don't know, but it's just it's so weird and just twisted. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> it's good. It's good, but oh man. Yeah. Super creepy. Super Very creepy. creepy. Uh, That's all you gotta say at this I've point. I've actually only seen it once. I I think it would I be need enough to rewatch, for me. but it made enough of an impact on me. But see, that's good then, because then it's you know it's just not. But well, I feel like stupid the reason movie. that I don't watch a lot of horror, horror movies is Colin is not a fan yeah. of some of them. He gets squeamish with like. I don't get squeamish for certain stuff. Like yeah. I'll just be like, well, I mean, oh, I'm not on. saying that I don't get squeamish over this yeah. stuff, but like. It's just, I enjoy the, the thrill of... I think it's just because I'm making up for the fact that I didn't watch this stuff when I was young because it yeah. scared me so bad. So it's just like, I have some weird fixation making with it. Making up for it now. Pretty much. <laughs> All right, well, I'll do my final one and okay. then you do your final and then we'll discuss briefly our honorable mentions. And then we'll also discuss we'll our, our fellow listeners. Our fellow our listeners' fellow Facebook comments. people. So here's my final one. 1987. Okay. Again, I spent a lot of movies, old right. movies, very rare in the in the newer days. This movie is the other movie when I was talking about Ernest Scared Stupid that gave me nightmares. It was the first movie as a child I remember watching that gave me nightmares. In hindsight, going back, I realized probably should not have been watching it as a kid, but my cousins were big into horror movies and they were they were they understood it was all fake and they liked right. being scared when they were little and they kind of you know my age and all that stuff so they were adept to it and I was I spent a lot of time with them as I was young so I kind of ended up watching some of these and I remember just being terrified of it as a kid okay as I then it kind of phased out and I because there was only VHS copies for the longest time that you could get it was not on DVD okay then about 10 that was four or five you? Yeah. Uh, like sorry, I lost track, guys. No, it's okay. Um, it's like four or five. Then about uh, about like 10 or 12 years ago now, I think, there was this sudden resurgence online where they were like, hey, we need to try to, we want to get like fans of the movie kind of started coming out and going, we want this movie to be released. We want it on, you know, DVD. We want it on like a good collection, like make it a, make a good good transfer of it, all this stuff, because it was only Laserdisc and VHS tapes. And then it respawned it, and then they aired it on television and HD, and I remember people like being like, oh, you can get it on television, it's HD now, it's all this stuff. And then they finally released it on DVD, and it's currently sitting behind you on my shelf. It's one of the few DVDs oh, I, know. I yeah. maintained. Um, oh, sorry, I bumped the table. Oh, noes! Sorry. Um, but it, uh, it, and it's now it's out on Blu-ray and stuff like that. I bought it on DVD when it came out for like $30 because it was some ridiculously expensive version of it. Mm-hmm. I bought it and I love this movie. And now as, as an adult, I still love it. And I've been to where they filmed it because they filmed it. The whole climatic end sequence was filmed on the Warner Brothers back lot. And the last, not the last time, the two times ago when I went out there, we wandered around that portion of the back lot. Mm-hmm. And that's all I was thinking was the entire time. I was like, holy crap, this is where this movie was filmed. And like, I'm just seeing all this stuff I remember from a kid. And the movie that I'm talking about. Yep. Directed and uh, written, actually, funny story, directed and written by Fred Decker. 
Uh, actually, one of the uh, the other writers to it, Shane Black. Yay! Love Shane Black. It is, however, not a Christmas movie. But he's but not the primary writer or director. No, it's he's the co-writer. It's a little movie where a bunch of kids who have a monster group. I are know the what the movie is. Why to, are you doing it's this? Squad. It's Monster Squad. I'm going to say this right now. It's going to be very loud and very pointed. Fucking love this movie. So, this is the epitome of Halloween movies to me. I've never seen it. Oh, it's so just I'll stupid. get on it. Stupid. And just, it's so stupid, but so brilliantly well. Just, it's amazing. Like, it's, it's the movie where the quote, Wolfman's got nards has come from because it's got again and that's why I might I might like it it's because it's got all the universal monsters in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot it's very similar to Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein where Dracula gets Frankenstein's monster and Thank the creature from the I did monster. after this point in the episode I figured I got it right. And the creature from the Black Lagoon and the mummy what? and the wolfman like they're all there and their whole point is they're getting he wants to get this amulet that he lost when he in the in this opening mon this opening like sequence. Right. And with this with this amulet he's going to be able to regain all his power. And take over the world. That's the whole point. That's Dracula's theory. But Frankenstein's monster befriends the kids in the squad. And it's all, of course, it's only the kids that know the monsters are actually alive. Nobody, all the parents are acting stupid. It's the 80s, so none of them are like, what are you talking about? There's no actual monsters. But the 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 makeup in the movie is so great. Like, the Wolfman trans, like, the whole transformation mm-hmm. is just Oh, it's so, so good. Actually, I believe the guy who played the Wolfman, I'm looking it up here really, really quick, and I, okay. I of course, I'm, I can't find his name fast enough in order to uh, in order to tell you for certain. I'm almost positive the guy who played the Wolfman <laughs> is, uh, actually, here. Is it him? Oh, okay. Hold it on, didn't hold start on, hold playing. on. It didn't start playing. What are you... And it really bumps like on my iPad. I was afraid I was going to start making ukulele sounds. Oh, Sorry. Oh, way to go. Sorry. Uh, actually, no, I am incorrect. I apologize. Never mind. Anyways, um, I just, I'm sorry. I cannot talk about the Wolf, well, the well, Monster, Monster Squad, Squad enough. Because it's just so, so good. It's that movie I remember scaring me as a kid. And I just, it's a guilty pleasure. They, at one point, they blow up the Wolfman with a stick of dynamite. Okay, body okay. parts all over this inside of this warehouse. They're like, great, kill the wolf man. They leave. But as we all know, the only thing they can kill a werewolf is silver, silver bullets. bullets. So like five minutes later, they cut back to the wolf man's body and it's steaming because it's just right. the, the warmth from it. And all of a sudden his foot kind of twitches. His severed foot twitches. Yeah. And then his upper torso kind of just moves a little bit. And all of a sudden, all... It's so stupid. But all the body parts start sliding off frame and like coming together. And then it, in the shadow, you see the Wolfman stand back right. up and he howls. So he, he reforms. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Just so weird. <laughs> but so good. But so good. So I love weird. this movie. This is the epitome of Halloween movies in my in my book. Fair enough. That's a little scary because it has still got a little bit to it, mm-hmm. but it's still just kind of good fun. So highly recommend that movie too. Find it. It's on Blu-ray for like ten bucks. Go nice. buy it. It's cheap as hell now. So that's my that's my top ten list. You finish with yours. What's your last one? Not my top movie, but nope. the last one on my list is from nineteen ninety six. 
Okay. Horror crime mystery. Okay. Horror crime mystery. Okay. I can't tell you who's in it because that'll ruin everything. <laughs> it's an awesome movie. It's been spoofed so much. Oh, I know. Never mind. I know what it is. Sorry. I know what it is. It's Scream. It's Scream. <laughs> Sorry. I was sitting there going, what movie? It was the spoof. That's what yeah. gave it away because I'm sitting there going, oh, scary. Because I can't go Courtney Cox, <laughs> you know, David Arquette. Drew Barrymore and Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. I love it because it's funny. Calvin Williamson, who wrote this one, who also did like Dawson's Creek and stuff. Yeah. Very writes very intelligently. Say what you will about Dawson's Creek, but it was it was good. I mean, it's he also does the following. I mean, come on. He wrote the following. Oh. Okay. The TV I guess show I see that's that. on right now. I could see that. The, is he that also, the one with Kevin Bacon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that because it's he definitely He also that wrote style. stuff for like the Vampire Diaries and yeah, all the Scream movies. Dawson's Creek. He also did... Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of other movies. Like, other 90s movies. He did The Faculty, which is, okay. like, one of my all-time favorite sci-fi movies. I love The Faculty. Got have that on VHS. Have that on DVD. Mm-hmm. I don't have it on Blu-ray. It's in, like, my Amazon wish list to buy it on Blu-ray. But, yeah. Faculty. I know what you did last summer. He basically... The... What's... He... He's... Partially responsible for the resurgence of slasher films in the 90s. Yeah. That repopularity of it. But that's also where you learn. I mean, there's the humor. Like, you learn the horror movie rules. Yeah. Never say, I'll be right back. Like, don't drink and never say, I'll be right back. And then Matthew Lillard, who I love in this movie. I'm <laughs> oh, going to go get shaggy. another beer. What? <laughs> you mean Shaggy. Yeah. I'm going to go get another beer. Anyone want one? I'll be right back. It's funny. I've never seen any of the other ones, for the record. I've only seen the first the one. The first one? That's mm-hmm. probably a good thing. Jane and Silent Bob show up in the third one. I know they do. Yeah. Because at the third one, it just became kind of a joke. But the fourth one's apparently pretty good. I, see, I, I think they it. went I back just... to more of a... Which, okay, Wes Craven was the guy who directed yep. it. Wes Craven, for those who don't know, um, guy who came up with... Freddy Krueger, yeah. you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. So, like, him to do this movie and Hills do... Hills have eyes to people under the stairs. Right. Like, he, he's, like, a horror, like, he's legend. He's good. And for him to then, this, that, like, years into his career, come up with another franchise mm-hmm. that is huge and kind of, again, redefines the horror genre. Right. Because, really, Nightmare on Elm Street redesigned or redefined what was horror in the 80s. So then Scream redefined it in the 90s. And, you know, yeah, he basically pokes fun at his own fran- his own genre mm-hmm. that he helped define. He was the reason they're making fun of those things right. in it. I agree. It's a good I love movie. Scream. It's that, so good. Oh, God, the opening of that movie still. With Drew Barry. That's, like, one of the first things Drew Barrymore did after her rather tumultuous her childhood. Childhood. I just remember, like, the script to it. I've read the script. The scripts are creepy because they go into detail about, like... Like the idea that oh you know her family comes home and they're sh- you know and they're looking for You're desperately behind the couch and, I can and see your feet. <laughs> what oh I, turn, turn around turn around <laughs> where am I now um kind of turn into Joker a little bit um but like they describe the fact that they look out into the yard and they see her lifeless body hanging from I the tree oh my with God. her guts cut I open know. and hang- like I'm like oh. oh my like that creeped me out. I don't. Oh, ah, ah, it just creeps yes. me out. 
Okay. Good choice. Next thing. Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. Only mentions, no discussion. Yes. Because we need to wrap this up. We need to wrap up. this up because it's been I'm a long getting, episode. I'm getting a headache. We That's need to wrap fine. this up. It's a long episode. I've drank a lot this week, guys. Ooh, I it haven't drank enough. It was convention week. I'm drinking as soon as we're done. Nice. <laughs> So, honorable mentions for me. Yes. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, 1988. <laughs> you love that movie. The Omen, the original Omen, which I believe is 1976. Hold on. Yeah, 1976, the original Omen. Because okay. it's freaking creepy. The remake is a piece of shit. Yeah. I saw it in the theaters. It's one of the only movies, like, my group of friends that we went with demanded our money back. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. how bad it was. I would have. And then The Ring, 2002. Which, going along the lot. Real quick, going along the lines of like Saw, I mm-hmm. like it because I like the mystery behind it. Yep. The last 20 minutes is stupid in my opinion, but yeah. I like the mystery yep. of it. All right, my honorable mentions. I actually do have three of them. Um, I said I had two. Oh, but you oh, I me. missed one. What? Fright Night. The oh, remake. Yes, the the remake one. of with, Fright Night with, with David, David Tennant, Tennant. <laughs> Colin Farrell. Really good. It's movie, such though. a good movie. I'm sorry. That was a really good Oh, and good... Zombieland. <laughs> done. I'm done. I'm done. Anymore? Sure? Okay. <laughs> done. I have three honorable okay. mentions. Um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Sorry, because it's so fucked up. Love it. Revenge of the Killer Tomatoes. Nice. I wondered if that was going to show up. Love that movie. Yes. Early George Clooney. So great. Made, Throws a pizza in the air toast. and it comes down like 30 minutes later. And I made toast. Yes. <laughs> and then finally, going along the lines of like The Legend of the Sleepy Hollow, which is kind of borderline Yeah. The half-hour animated special Garfield in Disguise. Okay. Garfield goes trick-or-treating, right. and he comes across the house, and it's a, the, the ghost that... Sh- it's fucking awesome. I'm and sorry. then we're also going to go through... Because I posted on the Facebook, so yes. this was me, everybody. Because I we always write them in, like... <laughs> I We write them in, like, third person, whatever, second yes. person. Just so we don't... don't yeah. This so you Lindsay. don't know that, like... Because I insult myself half the time on yes. this, but... But, and by the way, thank you guys for the response. Very, very excited for how many yep. people liked the, uh, how many, excuse me, how many people yes. responded. Thank you guys very much for this. Mm-hmm. So you're going to say what movies people covered yep. and who they said? Well, I'm not sure if Bill was being serious, but he said Halloween. <laughs> I assume Halloween itself is too obvious. I'll do Chris. Chris said that he always likes uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, but okay, that Poltergeist is still one of the funniest. I'm going... Scar- you know, scariest movies. Is one of the scariest movies. Derek. Thanks, Chris. Night of the Living Dead. The first Halloween, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and his guilty pleasure pick is Monster Squad. Derek, I love you, man. You're on my side. You and I together. Casey wrote Night of a Thousand Corpses, which I don't know. I It might have been House. House of a Thousand Corpses. Casey, Casey, do you want to just clarify? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be House, but you know I could what? be wrong. You read the other ones. I will look and see if Night <laughs> oh, of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, you're going to give me corpses. Thomas's, aren't you? Okay, Thomas. No, you can do Thomas's. Thank you for the gigantic No, I appreciate it. Just do highlights from that, we, 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 I believe me. I read the whole thing. And yeah, I, I will just, for the sake of the fact that we're already at an hour and a half, I'm just going to summarize your, uh, like you said, I just summarized your ending. Uh, your, he, he no, said. No, I think he did mean House of a Thousand Corpses because okay. no, there is no Night of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, uh, Thomas said Roman Polanski's Repulsion. Uh, John Cornish's Attack of the Block, which is a pretty good film, actually. Sam Raimi's Evil Dead 2. Thank nice. you, Thomas. No, um, oh, Paranorman. Paranorman. And then David Lynch's Eraserhead, which Eraserhead is a really just messed up movie beyond belief. But then Bride of Frankenstein, so I'm glad yep. that you pointed out the old school monster movies. Mm-hmm. And I would agree, Bride of Frankenstein is actually a really good movie. So, and then go ahead. And then Kristen, it's Beetlejuice. 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 Thank you. 
I'm gonna say it three times. <laughs> I love when they do that on Community, and he like Beetle just randomly walks through the background. It took three seasons yep. for that joke to work. If, yep. any, if you don't know what that what we're talking about, there has been three. There was three, three Halloween ep- episodes. Not even Halloween, just three episodes. I think where, where they say Beetlejuice because the whole point is that what calls Beetlejuice to the to your world is you say his name three times. So they mentioned Beetlejuice in one episode. Later they mentioned Beetlejuice in another episode, and then in their Halloween one in the third they season, Beetlejuice, and then someone dresses Beetlejuice walks. Walks in the by background. in the back. It's just subtle, but it's so brilliant. Like it took that many episodes for that joke to work. So good. So well, thank you everybody for all your comments. I really do appreciate everybody who, who left comments. I was really excited by seeing all the posts, all the like, all the comments. Too. More people like that. We maybe we just need to start asking more questions. For yeah, if people want to talk about stuff, we will talk about stuff. We can. I mean, we talk about what the next movies are going to be on our list. So mm-hmm. maybe we can. You know, when we mention what the movie is, maybe we'll post that on the the Facebook. Yep. And then we'll we'll let people kind of like we did for this. And if there's anything you want to talk about about that movie, if you've seen it, you know. None of the movies that we have are really are in spoiler territory anymore. I don't think. No. So I don't. I don't think Not you have to worry about bit. that. Yeah, I think Lord of the Rings is the newest. Which I think when we get up. to that point, we'll make a comment. Hey, look, sp- keep the spoilers if if people like doing that. Oh but, wow! What? I'm looking at the statistics for the page. I'll tell you off mic. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, please definitely do. Like, if people like doing this, we love reading it. We'll totally read stuff off when we have more time. I like not... interacting with our listeners. Yeah. But we're, yeah, we're at we're, an hour and a half. I'm not even going to want to. We're trying to wrap this one up. So, but yeah, so thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. I hope everyone enjoys this. And we're probably going to do a Christmas one. That one might be shorter because I think we have more in common when it comes to Christmas movies. We, We honestly, we had. 19 different films. Yeah. <laughs> we had one similar film. But other than that, we had 19 different movies. It's a lot of movies to talk Plus about. Plus honorable mentions. Plus honorable mentions and then everybody else's yep, stuff. So pretty much. Agreed. Yep. So our next episode, we are going back to the list. We're on 69? Yes, we are on number 69. We are doing Tootsie. Ooh, the Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. That's from what, early 80s or yep, late 70s? I'm looking at it right now. Can't remember um, what year that one is. Tootsie is 1982, actually. Early 80s, okay. It's dropped seven spots. That's sad. You know what? Haven't seen Tootsie since I was little. Haven't seen Tootsie in many years. Had it on VHS tape back in the day. Excellent. Ooh. What? Lord of the Rings is just still just inside. Spoiler. Oh, will it be by the time we get to it, though? Because we will be into 2014 probably at that it point. It might not be. Ooh. No, it will be. What am I talking about? It came out in 2003. One. Oh. Fellowship. One. Fellowship. Fellowship. That's right. This is not Return of the King. Uh, it don't, so it will be. It'll still be in our in our thing. All right, cool. 13. It'll be 13 years if we do it next So it'll still be in our, our, our spoiler. Okay, okay. Well, so that's completely... Re- completely unreal. So Tootsie next week, folks. Tootsie next week, everybody. We will, we'll post on the Facebook uh, for anybody who wants to talk about yep. Tootsie, anything they have, many memories, any of that stuff. And if there's people who post, we'll talk about them in the next episode. Absolutely. So excellent. Well, Lindsay, go ahead. It's all uphill from here, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. And a happy and happy safe Halloween, Radio <laughs> Rahim. <laughs> Where's the lightning? There was no thunder. I'm sorry. That's sad. Wait, there it is. <laughs> Are you Radio. really going to put it in there? Well, now I have. Now I have. Now to. I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> bye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Happy Halloween. Go carve some pumpkins. Okay, bye. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net.